0: This is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl here at the beautiful Cruising Yacht Club of Australia. A fantastic spring day, and I want to get out and join in with the twilights. So without further ado, we have the return this evening of our sailing news in 60 seconds-ish. You can expect to get an update on this every Monday afternoon, Australian time. So we'll wrap up all of the week's events for you here in our Adventures Weekly, but also right here on YouTube and also via our podcast, which you might be listening to right now. So here we go. Sailing news in sixty seconds. The eighth Vendée Globe commenced overnight, a race that is sailed solo, unassisted, and non-stop around the globe, starting every four years from La Sable, France. Some amazing images here from the start that you can see right at the moment. That's Monday afternoon here in Australia. Armel Le Cliche, Bank Populaire, Jean-Pierre Dick, Saint Michel Verbeck, and Alex Thompson, Hugo Boss, who made up two miles overnight are the top three now in a little leader group ahead of the main pack within three miles of each other. All of this leading pack are on the new generation, foiling Amoka 60s with a favourable sea state and 20 knots of northerly helping them out there. Morgan Lagravière, Safran, and Vincent Real, PRB, is in fifth. Rial is the first older gen boat or non-foiler with traditional dagger boards. The fleet remains relatively close together with the top 10 within 16 nautical miles 16 hours after the start. Last week, entries closed for the 2016 Rolex Sydney Hobart with a boats looking to make the start line here on Boxing Day, and I can't wait to bring you all the action live from right here on the dock at the Cruising Yacht Club of Australia. What really sparked interest was the entry of a TBC boat from Luda Ingval, which we can now confirm thanks to an article and pics, as you can see here, from John Robertson. It's an overhauled and updated version of his prior Hobart winner in 2000, and again in 2004, with backing from Sir Michael Hintz. The boat's so aptly named CQS, which is Hintz's London-based asset management firm. It's almost unrecognisable as the old Nokia, Nicorette, Audi, Yuzu, Tokolosh. It's had a few names over the years. The modifications led by Bakewell White were carried out at Southern Ocean Marine in New Zealand and include an inverted bow, flared stern, full canting keel, DSS configuration below the waterline and hard deck spreaders or wings for rig canting or rotation. As just covered in the Vendee Globe recap, foiling and canting combinations are already in use, but this could be the biggest boat to be using this technology. And no doubt there's going to be so much anticipation to see this boat in action, especially leading into Boxing Day. Only six weeks to go, so hopefully it makes the start line. Those builders have lots on, but I do hope they make it. That will make four maxis on the line come Boxing Day. Now this year for the first time, the Rolex Sailor of the Year is going to be decided by a public vote, which you can find online. And make sure you do check out Adventures Weekly for more links for all of these stories, including how to vote for Rolex Sailor of the Year, make sure you take part and don't whinge about who won later. It's very, very important. I've put in my vote and I think you should too. Now, Adventures Weekly, I know it's new and I know it's something different, but we will be bringing it to you weekly. You can always find more action, though, on our social media channels. And thanks so much to all our partners who are supporting us to bring you all of the action from all the way around the world to help you live vicariously at so many different sailing events. 42 we're up to this year. Absolutely incredible. Thanks, guys, and I'll catch you very soon. Time to get on the water.